Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Tales. Uh, today we're going to review Avengers Age of Ultron. <clears throat> now up to this point I've been just reviewing characters uh, or groups uh, with the X-Men and the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. But I thought Age of Ultron has been out for two weeks now. I thought it was time for me to give my review. And remember this is from the perspective of a comic book fan as well as an Avengers fan. I mean Avengers are what got me into comics in the first place. So... Uh, Take that for what it is. If you like that thought process, then listen on. If you don't, maybe you'll learn something and maybe you'll appreciate uh, my review for what it is. So I saw Avengers Age of Ultron right after it came out, and I was very excited to see the movie. I had seen all the, the uh, previews, the trailers, clips, read everything online. I don't normally like to do that because it kind of gives away some of the magic of the movie, and I do kind of want to be surprised once in a while at the movie. So I was disappointed in myself for having done so because I feel like I knew most what was going to happen. Uh, but I was very excited to see the the gang back together. I was excited to see how James Spader did as Ultron. Uh, and understand, I've been reading the Avengers comic books for uh, 30 years, and I've read all every every issue of every Avengers comic book uh, up to this point. So I had a pretty good history with the characters and with Ultron. So I went into the movie excited, uh, happy, and sat through the, the opening credits. There were, there were actually seven trailers uh, previous for other movies, so it's kind of good and bad, but uh, got me excited about what I was there to see. So the, the whole thing opens uh, a little... Cold, not, not an opening I loved. A uh, little, little too much uh, CGI for my liking. Uh, some things were very obvious to me that they were CGI. Uh, not my favorite thing, but uh, you can look past it because it was action. There was an opening sequence where they, they all seemed to be different parts of the forest and jump through and and come across at the same time like they were finishing a race. I didn't love that, but it kind of got you in the mood for what was coming. Uh, I did like the the. Uh, Hydra angle to it. I thought Baron Strucker would last a little bit longer in the movie than he did. Wasn't really thrilled by that. Uh, one of the things that really... Uh, I know I say this in every review I do uh, of characters and are they like the movies. I didn't love... I thought I could get past it, but I didn't love that Tony Stark and, and to a lesser extent, Bruce Banner were responsible for the creation of Ultron. I, I, it doesn't sit well with me. Uh, the motivation seems... just seems weak uh, for why this existed. Uh, he talks about creating this peace force so the Avengers don't have to exist. And if you remember at the end of Iron Man 3, the continuity doesn't seem to hold because now he's back in possession of armor and multiple armors. And it, it just seems like he didn't learn anything from Iron Man 3. I like the Marvel Cinematic Universe... And for the most part, it's kept together. But there were some big glaring things that I think there should have been a little more control by Kevin Feige uh, over this whole process. Uh, uh, Joss Whedon made some comments, and I'll get to those a little bit later, that really bothered me uh, about his thought process going into this movie. So, And I like Joss Whedon. I, I like what Joss Whedon has done, but I think he did a disservice to the characters in this sense. So 
Tony Stark creates Ultron kind of with the staff from Loki, kind of. Um, I think part of what my problem was is that all the other movies set up the the villain in multiple places. So there was some motivation there for the villain. This one was all created here. There was, you can say it touched with Loki's staff that was given to him by Thanos, but that's a reach in my opinion. This character was never introduced until this movie and skip ahead dies at the end of the movie. So all of the exposition, all of the buildup and the evil has to come in this one movie. That's a problem for me simply because it doesn't give me time to understand and hate this evil creature. Uh, he doesn't seem evil enough for me to think he wants to destroy the, the planet. Now, I understand. I've seen all the – I've, I've read all the comic books, so I know his motivation myself. So from a comic book perspective, I get it. But if somebody was else watching this, they would come in and say, I don't quite understand – why he's so upset because you've got Jarvis who is benevolent and helpful and, and, and there to, to serve and using Jarvis as the brain to create Ultron seems a little weak for me because Ultron just boom. Now you could say that's because of the soul gem, uh, from Loki staff. Maybe that, that justifies it, but it's a reach. It's a big, big reach. Um, there's a lot of setup and a lot of animosity towards Tony, but only because of Ultron. They they deal with his heavy handedness and his cocky attitude, but it seems like everything turns when it's Ultron, and they kind of get angry at him. But you know, as is the Marvel fashion, they all make up when they have to go after uh, the big bad. Um, whereas Loki in the first movie seemed to have a, a progression of what he's trying to accomplish. It seems like Ultron was just kind of bouncing around. We got some introduction to some other characters. Ulysses Claw, which we'll know we'll see in the Black Panther at some point. Uh, Andy Serkis playing him played played him very well. But it it just it was dumb. The <laughs> Ultron cuts off the wrong hand. Uh, it, it's just I don't know. It just it, it felt like it wasn't the right uh, setup. He was just kind of shoehorned in there, and I didn't like that. The Scarlet Witch's power source. Uh, I know they can't use the the mutants because that's owned by Fox, um, but I just didn't love. Uh, I'm sorry, Universal. I just didn't love how this was set up. I just didn't. It didn't. I don't like her power set. Uh, Quicksilver seemed a little one dimensional. He was annoying, but just annoying for the sake of annoying. Now in the comics, he's annoying. He's arrogant. He's rude. He's annoying. He's everything to his sister. Uh, in the Ultimates, it's creepy to his sister, but it just didn't seem like something I wanted to see. It, they, they seem very one-dimensional. And, and when Quicksilver dies, I don't care. I mean, that's the problem. I don't care enough about him because I didn't know him. He wasn't around long enough to care about. And that's part of the problem. Uh, a lot of people have said that Quicksilver was done better in X-Men Days of Future Past. I thought he was annoying there. He, he was not true to the character. And he was fun in and of himself, but he, he wasn't true to the character of Quicksilver, whereas this is more true to the true to form, but I didn't like him, and I didn't really care for him as a character. Uh, Scarlet Witch, again, as I said, I didn't care for her powers. She's got so much more power than they showed 
in the comics, and I just didn't I didn't love for the the mind control. I mean, it, it was just basically she was she was Charles Xavier with red mist. I didn't care for that. Um, the story progresses. The the rationale for Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch hating the Avengers is a little weak. It's 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 the liberal mentality of uh, I hate gun manufacturers because my father was killed by a gun not by I don't hate the man who shot my father I hate the the person who created the gun so they hate Stark because he created a bomb that was used not by Stark but by somebody else and that that's why they hate Stark a little weak in my opinion I, I thought that was because they switched so quickly they worked with Ultron up until the point where they just kind of switched but then they saw he was kind of weird you know uh, just, I didn't love it. I, I just didn't love it. Um, the Vision creation, Ultron does create the Vision in the comics, so that was legitimate. Takes the Soul Gem out of the Loki staff and puts it on Ultron or puts it on the Vision. Cool enough. Powers not really explained, but that's okay because I think you're going to see more of him later. So I'm okay that they didn't really go into great description of what the Vision was. Um, the Vision killing Ultron at the end, eh, again, he should not have been killed. He should not have been destroyed. He should have escaped because that's what Ultron does. He constantly escapes to come back and haunt. You can't ever get rid of him. He's a computer virus that you can't get rid of. You got rid of him. It, it wrapped it up at the end. I didn't like that because that's not true to the character. That's not who he is. You can change everything. I liked the, the actual character. I liked what he looked like, I thought it was appropriate. I think James Spader did a decent job. Uh, he he wasn't as malevolent, and that was writing. That wasn't James Spader, so I think it was the writing on how he was portrayed that made me not not love exactly how he was put together. Um, they're setting this up for Captain America: Civil War, and I think there should have been some more animosity with Tony Stark and Steve Rogers. That they kind of made up at the end. So now we're going to go into Civil War and we're going to have to have more explanation. This should have been a continuation here. Uh, I think the fact that Joss Whedon uh, filled up, killed off Phil Coulson in the first movie and he was brought back for Marvel's uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Joss made comments, he's dead in my universe. Well, I'm sorry, Joss. Your universe is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Your universe should include the TV show, uh, which would make Phil Coulson alive. So it wasn't really touched upon in the movie other than uh, the helicarrier being found by uh, who they thought was dead uh, in Nick Fury. So I didn't love that just shoehorn Nick Fury in there because they got to deal with Samuel Jackson to do a certain number of, uh, of cameos. Um, great. He's back sort of, but he's not back in the, in the TV show. And I think that's a problem for me that uh, Phil is still the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the TV show and they didn't speak to Nick Fury being alive at all on the TV show and though he's alive in the movie. Make the continuity the continuity. You created this universe. You can you can dictate to it. Don't let Joss Whedon tell you this is how I want it because I don't – I want somebody to matter to die. Well, you know what? That's out of your control. You, you, you play in the sandbox. You get to play with what you're given. Uh, so I didn't love that. Uh, Hawkeye having a wife and kids. I guess it was okay. I, I mean, it gave him 
some purpose that we didn't necessarily see before. Uh, he had a little more meaty role in this movie than he did in the first one. Um, but he's not married to this strange person that has a farmhouse anywhere in the comics. It was just made up for the movie. And that kind of bothered me a little bit. Uh, he had one time had a relationship with um, the, uh, Natasha Romanoff, the uh, the uh, Black Widow, and they tried to shoehorn Bruce Banner into that. I, I didn't, I didn't love that either. I mean, it felt more natural for her and Hawkeye. Uh, it felt natural if he was somehow crossed over into the TV show with Shield with uh, Mockingbird because they were actually married in the comics at one time. Uh, that made more sense. This didn't make sense. The whole Black Widow, Incredible Hulk thing, I don't get. The controversy about how she was sterilized and she's a monster, get over it, people. She was talking about the monstrous thing she's done, not being a monster because she's sterile. Okay? Anybody who's read that controversy, it's ridiculous. You're parsing things because you want controversy. There's plenty about this movie not to be in love with. That's not one of them. She, that's her background. If you know anything about the Black Widow, she was trained at the Red Room. They, they did horrible, unspeakable things to her to make her into an assassin, and she's trying to make up for that. You saw that in the first Avengers movie where her blotter is still – she's still trying to make up for things. So that that's just further motivation. I, I thought that was fine. Uh, Bruce Banner not wanting to be with her, that's fine. Um, the, bed, the Veronica armor from, from Iron Man, kind of cool if you know the Betty is his – Love interest from the first couple of movies, um, the, his standalone movies, and now, you know, Veronica is the other one from the Archie comics, Betty and Veronica. Uh, so that makes sense. Uh, the, the battle with the Hulk was cool. I think they went out of their way to show how few people got killed. And this has been talked about ad nauseum by other people uh, in response to Superman uh, basically killing all of New York City or Metropolis. So um, it, it was nice that he w- made some jokes. It was witty, which is Joss Whedon's forte. He's witty. Uh, one comment, you know, Hawkeye pulls out his arrow and he's going to shoot quick. So he goes, who would miss him? I don't know. I didn't see him. Last time I saw him, Ultron was sitting on him. You know, that kind of thing. It was it was kind of cool to, to hear some of that um, snarking, sniping at each other thing. That, that's what you know from, from Hawkeye and from the Avengers. Um he didn't take the place of Tony, but it was still kind of cool for that to happen. So <clears throat> I think there was there was a lot to like from a cinematic perspective. If you didn't get bogged down in, this is no way close to it. And I'm a little close to this. It's been two weeks it's been out. I need some time really to digest it as a movie in itself, see it again, understand where things are. And maybe I'll have a different perspective when I see it at a, uh, a re- removed date for a little bit. Um I didn't love the ending ending. Um, they, they revealed the new Avengers team. And again, I think trying to shoehorn a lot of people in here. Um, the the original Avengers did leave. And it was left Captain America, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver. And they kind of shoehorned in the Falcon, the Vision. Um, I, I just didn't... It didn't work for me. They left uh, the Hulk out there. Somewhere they said he could be in Fiji. I think that was a reference to Tahiti from the the uh, Agents of Shield for Phil Coulson. But you know that that's fine. Um, I, I it's okay. There, this is the Shield initiative or the the Avengers initiative for Shield. So I get that Black Widow was not part of that team, but she was never part of the original team anyway. So I get it. It, it just seemed a little 
everybody's okay. We're good. We're all we're all going to go do our own thing. We're cool. But you know, Captain America's going to train this team, so we're we're good. Um, we'll see what happens. They have a lot of ground to make up to get to the point where Civil War actually occurs. Uh, if you've seen the listing of characters in that movie, it's going to be huge from a character perspective. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to get that all in. This was an okay movie. It was for me. It was a bit of a letdown from the first Avengers movie. Uh, and again, it's probably because the villain wasn't introduced earlier. Uh, we didn't see much. The the mid credits reveal Thanos again. The guy has been introduced enough times. You know, get to it already. <coughs> um, you know, the glove was the wrong hand. It was. It was just. It seemed like it was weak, and there was no end credits. Um, anything which the marvel movies are known for that just put it in don't tell me you're not putting it in we all waited and it wasn't there and and it should have been there it just should have been there just do something set something else up for another movie that's what there's a known for just give us what we want we paid your money we saw your movie we're giving you many bucks just do it um you could have done that for anything you know so i think we're gonna see what happens Going forward, I, I didn't love this. We we know Infinity Gauntlet Part One and Two are coming in a couple years, three and four years from now. So we'll see where they get with that. I don't I don't believe this Avengers lineup will be the lineup that you see in Infinity Gauntlet necessarily, um, or Infinity War. Sorry, but we'll see what happens. It does it does beg the question. I've seen this on different things as well. Uh, if Thanos had the Soul Gem, why did he give it to Loki? And now he's got to go get all the other. You got to get them all back. Uh, and is that going to destroy the vision? Is that going to incapacitate him? We'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, it, it should be interesting. So that's my take on Avengers: Age of Ultron. Good popcorn flick. Uh, not awesome. Not amazing. Not as good as the first movie, in my opinion. Um, certainly not true to the comics in most any respect. Uh, but it was nice to see Paul Bettany finally play the Vision. You know, you heard his voice. Um, the Vision is not based on Jarvis in the comics. It's based on another character, which they have not introduced, Wonder Man. So uh, I, I just feel like there was a little less, something less than I liked here. But we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe they can redeem themselves with Infinity War 1 and 2, with the Russo brothers who did Captain America Winter Soldier. So we're going to see that. I, I, I'm excited. I want to see this. But uh, we shall wait to see what happens. So that's my take. Give me your thoughts. Uh, check us out on the website. Rate us on iTunes. And let me know if there's anything you'd like to have covered in any future episodes. If you're going to buy something from Amazon, we ask that you use one of the click-throughs on the website so that we get a little something and you get the same price you were going to get otherwise. So thank you for joining me. This has been my take on Avengers Age of Ultron. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>